Welcome to Echoes of Holiness podcast. I stayed in the same room, and in the middle of the night, I heard a commotion, and Bryce had stood up over there, and he was preaching. I knew I didn't have a chance. I mean, when he took off preaching that morning, he was like a, he was on fire. I knew I didn't have a chance. I, I just went ahead and went back to sleep, and he just had himself a time. I told him he was swinging his pillow, but I exaggerated. But he was preaching, and so I don't feel like I'm running as high as Brother Todd, but felt like the Lord gave me a message, and maybe I could say something to help you. And sure appreciate the opportunity to preach. And, you know, I'm glad the Lord... Brother Aaron, several years ago, talked to me about, asked about ways about putting fans in here that blowed in from back here, air conditioners. I'm glad the Lord let them know that there's seasons. You don't have to use man-made stuff. I'll just help you if you'll just change seasons. And I'm glad that these board members figured that out. It's so enjoyable. And so, anyways, we're going to read here in Mark chapter 8, and uh, I'll try not to preach very long. And Jesus went out, 27, and Jesus went out and his disciples into the towns of Caesarea Philippi, and by the way, he asked his disciples, saying unto them, whom do men say that I am? And they answered, John the Baptist. But some say, Elias, and others, one of the prophets. And he saith unto them, But whom say ye that I am? And Peter answereth and saith unto them, Thou art the Christ. And he charged them that they should tell no man of him. He began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things be rejected of the elders and of the chief priests and of scribes, and be killed. And after three days rise again, and he spake that saying openly. And Peter took him and began to rebuke him. But when he had turned about and looked on his disciples, he rebuked Peter, saying, Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou savest not the things that be of God, but the things that be of men. And when he called the people unto him, and with his disciples also, he saith unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself, and take up his cross, and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever shall lose his life for my sake, and the gospels the same shall save it. For what shall it profit a man if he should gain the whole world, and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation of him also shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he cometh in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. And uh, Peter here, he, he was speaking to Christ and he began to tell Christ who that he was, and, and immediately after it, he tells him who he is, and uh, Christ begins to tell him what he must go through. And, and Peter then, at this point, Peter's not 
spiritually enough minded to realize the benefit of Christ and the cross. And he begins to rebuke him. And, and, and he begins to speak to him. And, and he begins to talk to Peter. And I, I'd like to talk to us a little bit about it uh, maybe today. And uh, maybe I could help somebody. But we see that Peter, uh, the very first thing that I, would, I noticed about Peter, amen, is he understood the concept of who Christ really was. He said, thou art Christ, the son of the living God. He understood that he was the Christ. And Brother Nathaniel, he was blessed because of that. He told him he was blessed because of that. And this morning, the blessing that me and you have got in our lives is that we have come to the concept that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. We're not looking for another Christ. We're not looking for another man, but we say with our hearts and our minds, we believe that he is Christ, the son of the living God. Amen. He understood the concept of who he was. Amen. Without that, without that concept, you can't believe. Amen. Who he is. Amen. Lest the Holy Ghost, amen, would reveal him to somebody they cannot believe who he is. Amen. And you're blessed tonight. He's told you, he said, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but this has been revealed unto you. Amen. By the Spirit. And today, if you know who Jesus is, amen, you are a blessed people this morning. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> amen. We're blessed. Amen. If the gospel be hid, it's hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the eyes of them which believe not, lest they see the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Oh, I'm glad I know who he is. The only reason that I'm saved at one day, at 17 and a half years old, the Holy Ghost revealed him to me, and I just said, Lord, if you'll save me, I'll serve you. And I believed, and he saved me. Amen. We realize here, amen, Peter looks at him, and he realizes who he is. Amen, man, what a blessing place it is. I would like to say at this point, Peter was a Christian. He believed, amen, who Christ was. Amen. But here he does not savor the things which be of God. Amen. I looked up what Savior was, and it's the quality which renders a thing valuable. And so it's just as valuable as you see it is. And if the salt has lost its savor, it just it ain't, it ain't worth nothing. And so there's no value to it. And Peter, even though he recognized who Christ was, could I say this morning he was a carnal man? Amen, a carnal Christian, if that'd be all right. He didn't savor the things which be of God, but he savored the things which be of man. Amen. Somewhere Peter began to want the approval of man more than he did the approval of God. He then also wanted the things that man could offer him more than the things that God could offer him. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Ain't that why you're at camp meeting this morning? Because you're savoring the things which be of God. Surely, 
In a world like we live in, you could be making money this week. Surely there's money to be made out there somewhere, but surely in your heart while you're here is there is an appetite, amen, for God. And that's why we're here this morning. Is that right? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. That's why you're here is you've got an appetite for the things that be of God. Amen. You're hungering after God. Surely that's why you're here. Amen. And so that's where Peter was. He got to where he didn't savor the things which be of God. Is it 12? All right. There's people acting like it's 12, and I don't want to go past that. Amen. When a man begins to want the things of this world more than he wants the things of God, he's a carnal Christian. When your mind operates around the God of this world, blinding your eyes and your mind begins to be focused on the things of this world, you begin not to savor the things which be of God. For a man cannot serve two masters. Either he'll love one and hate the other, or he'll, he'll leave one and cleave to another. I want to ask you this morning, where is your affection at? Where is your heart at today? Amen. Peter was a carnal Christian. He was blessed because he was a Christian, but he was a carnal Christian. Amen. Amen. Does preaching excite you as much as motivational speakers that teach you how? Dave Ramsey. Does making another dollar excite you more than somewhere praying through till the glory of God fills your heart again? Do you savor the things which be of God? Amen. Is there a love inside of you for the things that are of God? Amen. Or is there a desire for you? Amen. I hope that not everybody in here wants to be a millionaire. I hope we got a boy out here that's desiring to be a preacher. Amen. Ain't that right? Amen. Praise the Lord and desire to be something for God. Amen. And so what he did here, he begins to talk to Peter. And he lets him know you don't love the things of God. The God of this world has blinded your eyes to the will of God, being more valuable to you than anything else. I want to ask you tonight, does the will of God matter at all in your life anymore? Or do you say, amen, it's just about being this or being that. But, Lord, it's about doing the will of the Father. Not my will. But thy will be done. Brother Aaron, what he does here, and what I'd like to talk just about tonight, today, he gives Peter a choice. He gives him a choice. That's what I read to you tonight. He gave him a choice. Amen.
He gives this carnal Christian a choice. This is where it comes down to all of us. Lose your life or lose your soul. Lose your life or lose your soul. He said, what profit would it be if a man gained the whole world and lost his soul? That's where we're at this morning. Amen. Amen. It's either you're going to have to lose your life. You're going to lose your soul. Peter, what's it going to be? I don't want to separate myself. I don't want to crucify myself. Are you willing to die out this morning until you could say, not my will, but thy will be done? Or will you be one of them that says, I'd like to gain the whole world and lose your soul? I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and I'll build a bigger one. I'll say into my soul, so be it ease. Amen, but he didn't know that night. Amen, he's going to lose his soul. I want you to know, church, where it's at tonight. It's over. Are you willing to crucify yourself? Are you willing to crucify your affections and give it to God or lose your soul? He said, whosoever will come unto me. Brother Nathaniel, he wasn't wanting me to grab you and bring you to him. Sorry about that. I mean, he wouldn't want to say, all right, come on, man. You've got to go. Come on, you've got to make it. You've got to do this. You've got to do that. But what he was looking for, Brother Gary, was somebody willing to say, I'm willing, God, to go after you. I'm taking a step this morning. I'm willing to go. It's in my heart to go. I want to go. I want to ask you this morning, is it in your heart to go? More than anything, I've got to make it, but more than that, I want a willing mind and a willing heart. Where he leads me, I will follow. When you're that type of Christian, you don't change churches because you'll make more money somewhere else. Man, that church is growing right now. Why is it growing? There's money to be made. He's looking for somebody that says, Lord, I want to go with you. I'm ready to follow you. I'm ready to go with you. Amen. He said, he said he'd come after him. He'd deny himself. Amen. This is a way of denial, is it not? It's a way of separating yourself from yourself. And if you don't do that, you can never live for God. It's a way of denial. Do you know what it is to deny yourself? Amen. Oh, God. If I lose my life, you'll give me life. 
Man, yes, last night I was praying, and I got to thanking the Lord for that night I lost my life. And he gained, I gained, Brother Nathaniel. Amen. He rebuked the devourer off me and gave me a life worth living. Amen. But it's still yet today, battle after battle, day after day, I come to that place, Brother Sammy, amen, that I must take up my cross and follow him. How often do you die? How often do you die? How often do you go to prayer and say, Lord, not my will, but thine be done? Do you have to pray like Jesus did until your sweat becomes at great drops of blood? I like to tell you sometimes it's hard to die. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. A man once said, if you've seen somebody in Jerusalem carrying a cross, the chances are you'd never see him again. He's never going to show back up. Do you keep showing back up? Do you keep just showing back up? That old attitude that God delivered you from, that old spirit you had, that old mean spirit you had, that old vile spirit you had, does it just keep showing back up? I'm telling you, if you don't lose your life, you're going to lose your soul, children. Amen. It's that simple. Are you willing to crucify your flesh today? Are you willing to say, Lord, help me to take up my cross and follow him? Amen. Really where it's at today, the following God is not. It's one thing to separate yourself from something, but never Get in link with something else. And join to something else. And separation's not enough. You got to get joined to something else. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Oh, are you willing to take up your cross and follow the Lord this morning? Are you willing to take up your cross this morning and follow the Lord? Do we got anybody that wants to work for God? That's what I felt him impress on me. We need workers. We need workers. We need workers. We need workers. We need somebody to work in the kingdom of God. Are you willing to work for him today? I'm not working for the devil anymore. I'm done with it. But with that, I must work for somebody. And I've made up my mind. Is I want to work for Jesus Christ. He is my boss. He's the one that hired me. I'm working for Jesus Christ. I want to ask you, do we got any workers here? Hey, did you hear? My, well, I don't want to get too personal, but somebody called me and said, hey, I want to ask you about a job. He said, I'm got offered $22 an hour. I said, it ain't enough.
What'd you make when you was a young man, Brother Jeff? I don't even want to ask what you make now. <laughs> I wouldn't go to work for him. It's not enough money. But we got quiet, and I thought, yeah, he thinks I'm wrong again. I said, you're old enough to do whatever you want to. But I told you last time you called me the same thing. You've done it, and you're making less, but go ahead. Man, a drive to do something different. That's what he's want. I want to do something different. I want to do a different job. I want to ask you all this morning, is there a beat inside of anybody this morning that wants to do anything to further the kingdom of God? I mean, I can't get that done today. I can't do that today because there's something I'm needing to do for God. I got to wondering if all these boys and young men was that big word, Brother John, up, 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 what's that? Huh? That's it. That word. If every one of them was for God, I wonder how many souls that we could get added to the kingdom of God in just a few point years today. I wonder what our churches would be like if all our young men and young ladies was on fire for God, wanting to do a work for him. How many of y'all want to work for God today? I'm, I'm serious. I mean, how many of you want to work for God today? Would you come up here and sing? You sang horrible, but would you do it anyways? I mean, that's what the devil tells you. I could tell you all the things the devil's telling me right now. <sighs> Hallelujah. Amen. But God is looking for somebody in the marketplace to say, I'm going to stop my ears from what the devil's telling me, and I'm going to work for Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Who was it, the man that said, you give me ten men full of the Holy Ghost, released from fear and full of faith, and give us ten squirt guns, and we'll, we'll charge hell straight on with it. That's a pretty bold statement. But he said if he had ten men full of the Holy Ghost and full of faith and not no fear, he wasn't scared of anything. Amen. I wonder what kind of church we'd have if every one of us would deny ourselves and say, I'm going to do a work for God. <laughs> I, I know. I know, Brother John. I know men good enough. Suffice to tell you, you can't do it in a carnal form. I'd say, man, you can't do that job. You'd almost kill yourself to try it. And when the devil comes and whispers in our ears when we try to do anything for God, he makes fun of our work and our ability. And then we quit doing anything for God. It's not the plan of God to get saved and sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost and deny yourself and not do something for God. We're to be people looking for something to do. Is there something to do in God's kingdom? Amen. You can't testify. Amen. I got an old turkey call. And I'd done a turkey call, Brother Nathaniel, in front of one of my friends, and I could tell by his facial expression 
He wasn't enjoying it. I got done. He, you know what he told me? He said, you'll never kill a turkey. And I said, all right, we'll find out. Man, I went up there. Rawr, 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 I tried and I tried, walked around. Rawr, rawr, rawr. And one day, a little old bearded, little old bearded turkey come running over the hill. And Brother Sammy, I killed my first turkey. You know what? The devil's told me a lot of stuff. He discouraged me with what I'm doing. He discouraged you from what you're doing. And I'd like to tell you, I'm glad you're denying yourself. I'm glad you're separating yourself from something. But really what we're needing today is men and women that wants to do something for God. Amen. Amen. Oh, Mayor Giuliani got the credit for what happened in New York City. But it wasn't Mayor Giuliani that done it. That little old, the cross in the switchblade guy, what was his name? David Wilkerson got saved. Amen. And got to go into them gangs and, and got to working in them gangs. Got people underneath him. He got to tell them, if you don't pray two hours a day, he said, don't you even go out here. It's too vile. He said, but if we'll get bind together in prayer and get to praying, he said, I believe we can make a dent in New York City. I'd like to tell you, we're not in New York City today. We're living in the suburbs. Amen. In the Bible Belt of, amen, of the United States. And I'd like to ask you tonight, do you think you can do anything to furtherance, amen, God's kingdom at all. Can you win a soul to Jesus Christ today? Can you do anything for him? There ain't no way y'all can be missionaries. Ain't no way. You can't speak. You can't think. I mean, this is the devil. I ain't saying this, but I am saying it. But, I mean, you know, y'all understand. Thank you, Brother Jeff. Yeah, that's how the devil talks. We've got gifted people, Brother Aaron. We've got good young men. Hey, man, we've got some good young men. Ain't you glad of that? Y'all know who changed the meetings the last couple years? Y'all don't know. Maybe I was wrong then. Thank you, Brother Gary, you're helping me. These young men come with a burden and a desire to get something from God. And they come to the meeting, and us older ones, amen, forgive us when we sit down for a while because we're tired, but we're saying in our heart, come on, young men. Well, come on, young women. Come on, young men. Come on, young women. We're needing you to do something for God. Don't let the devil discourage you from doing something from God. Is there anybody here today that would say, Lord, I savor the things that be of God. It's got great value to it. Amen. Stephanie will have to forgive me. And don't, don't, y'all don't even look at her, please. But that, that night that I walked in there, she had been in town and I'd been there at the house. And God had called me to preach. And uh, I had to tell her, her first probably. And I walked in there. She's combing her hair. And I walked in there and I said, I just wanted you to know. She knew I was fighting it. You know what I mean? I said, but today I've accepted the call to preach. And she got to crying and said, we're going to be poor, ain't we? I'm not disappointed her a bit. 
She's married me for my money. She's going to stay with me till I get it. I ain't disappointed her a bit. But I was so tired of that inroad. I was so tired of that up and down. I was so tired of that coming to that place. I couldn't go any farther. And if it was, and I mean, I guess as preachers tell poor stories, that's why we, but I'm telling you, the Lord's benefited me from preaching. Because I've seen people as I preached give their lives and hearts to Jesus Christ. And that's the greatest gift that a man could ever get. I'd like to tell you today, are you working for God? I want preachers out here. I want some preachers. Is there anybody here this morning? That's ready to deny themselves and go do something for God. Take up the cross. So, Brother John, it's a Jesus said, You don't you don't kill me. You don't take my life. I give it. The devil, you ain't taking my life. I give it. And the reason why the son has so much glory is because he gave his life for us. Is there anybody here that's willing that maybe denying themselves, that sanctifying themselves, but ain't willing to go on with God to do something for him? Could I have some young preachers? Would it be all right? Did y'all did y'all want to y'all may want Brother Roach you did want to preach, but did all y'all want to preach? But Todd, was you wanting to? Huh? But Brother Johnny Don's your dad. Y'all want to? Huh? But are you glad that you took up your cross and follow the Lord? Is there anybody out here this morning? That says, I want to do something for God so bad. I'm here to encourage you. Come on, we want you to. Come on, we need you. Don't let the devil talk you out of it. Amen. Don't let the devil talk you out of it. Amen. You're either going to lose your life or you're going to lose your soul this morning. Amen. What profit would it be if you gained the whole world and lost your own soul? If you don't do something for God, you're going to lose. Woo. Woo. I wish such condemnation would get on a brother. On her sister that ain't doing nothing for God. I wished it would. He looked over there and he said, you say, say not in four months that the harvest is here. He said, but I tell you, like, you look out right now. And you look at the harvest. It's ready right now. There's souls to be won right now. There's souls to be helped right now. Don't say four months from now, ten years from now, I'll be better, I'll be bigger, or whatever. But do it right now. God is looking for somebody right now in this meeting to do something for him. He said, pray for the laborers, for they are what? 
If you're not one that's doing anything for God, I hope you're praying for them that are. What good is gold and silver too? If your heart's not pure and true, but no, on the judgment day, that all that stuff that you want to do on this world is just going to all pass away. But I'd rather be in a deep, dark grave than to know that my poor soul was saved. Than to live in this world in a house of gold. And in, see, I can't even get somebody to come to the piano while I sing so bad. What key is he even in? But I'd rather be in a deep, dark grave. What about it? What about it? I hope you feel condemnation that you're not doing something for God today. But you can. He'll give you grace. He'll anoint you. He'll give you grace if you will. God wants somebody today to make a commitment. Come on, young men. Come on, young ladies. God put it in their heart to do something for God. Put something in our hearts to do something for God. Oh, we need singers. We need testifiers. Oh, we need preachers. We need ministers. God, do something for them today.
It's not good 